Welcome to Salute to the Ears, where my family and I discuss everything Disney, from parks, food, and rides, to travel tips, movies, and more. Hello everyone, welcome back to Salute to the Ears, where... Things are finally starting to return back to normal down in Walt Disney World. You have masks coming off outdoors. You just have to wear them whenever you go indoors. And in the official queue line, you got new restaurants starting to open up. You have Tusker House opening up over in Animal Kingdom. It is not a buffet like it was before. They bring you food. You have Chef Mickey's opening up back over to Contemporary for dinner now. They've been open for breakfast. This is dinner. Still not buffet. They bring you the food. Lots of food. Uh, seen the videos on it. Looks fantastic. Great character interaction. And then over at Beach Club, you finally got your restaurant open up over there at Cape May Cafe. And all kinds of things starting to return back to normal with capacity. More and more people are starting to get there. And with that means more and more people are needing a place to stay. And that is one place Disney is still horribly lacking since everything got shut down is perks in the hotel. And joining me today will be my lovely wife, Erica, (laughs) once again. And we've talked about this before, how right now there's not a whole lot different saying on property and off property for perks. Your big thing right now, of course, is the Disney bubble, right? right? You can you can enter the Disney bubble and you can stay within, you know, cast members taking care of everything right now. That's about the only perk. Right. Transportation is still hard. Yep. Um, you know, both due to they have increased the number of passengers that are or how they're laying people like out on the buses. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, there are that's a little bit better. It's it's getting better. It's still nothing like what it was when you would cram, you know, it seemed like 200 people on a bus. It wasn't right. 200, but, you know, it just, yeah. you're packed in there. there strollers no and no yeah. space and, you know, kids falling asleep, standing up, and they're not going anywhere because there's adults all around them holding them up. Um, but, you know, so the buses are hard because you can't put as many people on there. Right. And then the lines for Skyliner are super long. Yeah. They're um, saying right now, if you go into morning up until noon... Plan on standing in line about 45 minutes over at the hub, over at Caribbean Beach. Which is insane. It I is mean, insane. I don't I don't think, even when we were there in December, I don't think we waited, the couple of times we rode the Skyliner, I mean, we waited, what, maybe 10 minutes? Yeah, it like, wasn't. And those were not peak times. We were not there at, like, the morning rush of, like, park opening. Right. But you, and, and capacity was, was lower then than it is now. Yeah. I mean, you can see all the pictures, all the videos. Capacity has definitely gone up. Yeah. So with that, they're they're still loading the Skyliner the same way. It's one party or one family. Mm-hmm. But it does. But that does back it up. It does. You know? back I it mean, up. to not that you can load, you know, tons of parties. Usually only two parties per. Right. Any you know pre-pandemic, but. Um, that still adds up very, right. very quickly when you go from being able to load eight people, eight to ten people in there versus only loading sometimes only two. Right. Or only one. Or, yeah, you know, like that, that makes a huge difference. It makes a huge difference. And then buses, even though they're 
adding more people in there are still limited. Mm-hmm. That makes the buses even slower. So besides transportation, I mean, as far as like that aspect of having a way to get to the parks, you don't have to rent a car. You can be in the Disney bubble. You right now, the way things stand through the end of the year, like you can have transportation from the airport. You can, um, you know, ride the bus or a Skyliner or, right. you know, um, you know, over to, or depending on your resort, you know, the monorail over to a park and having that, you know, you can, you can stay within it the Disney bubble. That's it. Yeah. The big perks that we were used to seeing and that were the advantage of spending the little bit of extra money to stay on property have been gone. Right. It's now it's even with like uh, magical express. You could be waiting up to three hours to get on that thing, which is just, I mean, it, that's, it's just, it's, that's insane. Yeah. That's for some people that's longer than their flight to get down there. Yeah. And then you're waiting to three hours to get there. Then you got to get checked into your hotel. And then if you're going to go do anything, then you have to wait on a bus again. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I think I would just fork over the extra money for an Uber or, yeah, you know, yep. try to try to find another way to the hotel right. if the line was looking like that. But yep. so we came up with a list, a couple lists of right. things that we would like to see Disney bring back Either or implement. Add, yeah, it's all hypothetical yeah it's things we would like to see nothing we've heard official but things that would be convenient like free parking right now it's ridiculous it's 25 dollars a night to park isn't that depending on the resort is it is it tiered based on if you're staying at a deluxe a moderate or a value resort um Maybe. It, was, it was originally when they implemented yeah. the parking fees, right. it was tiered depending well, on the resort. Right now, if you're DVC or if you've rented DVC points, you don't have to pay for parking. That's one of those perks. It's okay. Yeah. With Magical Express going away and transportation being such an issue, more and more people are going to want to either drive themselves or rent a car. Yeah. They need to, in my opinion, Give us the perk of either free parking or instead of the $25 a day, it's $25 for your entire stay. Yeah, or like up to a certain number of days is like a flat fee, you know, so instead of it being, you know, because right now if you're staying, if it's $25 a day, I mean, you stay four nights and you've you've spent an extra hundred bucks. Right. I'm like, that's an entire... You know, that's a it's, nice dinner, yeah. that's souvenirs, that's, you know, so if you're going on a budget, right, 20 to $25 a day adds up very quickly. Well, and it's not only that, but you had to just pay for a rental car. Right. Because you've seen or heard of how long those lines are going to be waiting for a bus. Or, or you may be uncomfortable riding right. the public transportation options there. Um, you know, I'm like, if I'm going to spend the amount of money that I'm going to spend to be in the Disney bubble and stay on property. Um, the, the paying for parking as a resort guest is a relatively new thing. Right. That was only implemented, um, a couple years before COVID. Right. So this is not something that is like been around for a really long time. And we're like, Hey, you need to get rid of it. This was something that they added in and we were all like, what? Yeah. But they were still, you know, packing buses and the Skyliner was getting ready to open and you had the ferries and you had right. both monorails and you had, 
you know, you had other options. And so it wasn't as big of a deal. Now it is a big deal. You've yep. got the added thing of there are still going to be people who want to be able to stay and experience on property, um, you know, be a resort guest on property. And they can't because of, you know, they, they don't want to have to do the public transportation option or they don't want to have to deal with the double stroller on the bus or, right. you know, whatever. And so they've rented a car or they live near enough, you know, to drive or whatever. I think it's ridiculous for them to charge somebody staying for like a four night trip, an extra hundred bucks to park when they get to park for free at the park. Right. You don't have to, you know, you go to Magic Kingdom, you go to Animal Kingdom, you're a resort guest. Right. Parking's covered. Yep. It's staying the rooms at Disney and a lot of the resorts, especially like moderate in value, you can find rooms that are just as nice or nicer mm-hmm. for the same price range off property. Oh, yeah. So if you're going to rent a car and drive yourself anyway, you might as well stay off property unless you have that free parking. Right. Because if you have that free parking, then you're not going to have to pay for it. Right. Whenever you go to the park. So, you know, so it's like, hey, if you're staying for two weeks, you know, maybe you are, maybe it's only for up to, you know, seven nights or it's only up to six nights and you pay, you know, yep. 30 bucks. And then if you're staying over that, it's the next, you know, level up or whatever, like fine charge for parking. But, you know, I understand like right now they don't have people, um, you know, who are necessarily coming to the resorts to eat like they were before. So you used to have people that would come and eat at the resorts, especially your deluxe resorts, uh-huh. um, you know, where they would come and have a meal and meet people and go have drinks at one of the lounges and, you know, right. all those things. You don't have that happening nearly as much right now. Right. Totally understand that aspect. But if you can't get people who want to stay on property and who are getting more perks yeah. by going to the other guy. Yeah. Because they're offering a whole lot. It's an easy perk. It'd be something that'd be easy to do. And I think it would go a long way in helping transportation woes there. Because they're having trouble hiring bus drivers right now. Yeah. it's They're trying to hire more. I mean, that's... The, the hiring thing is an issue With nationally. Yeah. That's, that's not, you know, just them at the moment. Um, that And I, I think we'll see that get better over the next few months. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the, on the term of things that Disney used to offer or used to have, um, available as a perk of staying on property and don't anymore, um, I want to see dining plan come back. Absolutely. I think that dining plan was like the transportation plus dining plan and staying on property was what gave you that all-inclusiveness of having a Disney vacation. Right. Here is what I have paid. Here is what I am getting out of it. And and not having to to worry about that. It's right. already been budgeted. You don't have to, to deal yep. with it anymore. Um, you know, like you – that made it so easy to be like, okay, here is, here is what we're paying for this vacation. Here is how much we need to, right. you know, set aside and pay towards it or whatever – and, and not have to think about while you're ordering. Right. You know, you get to the end of the week sometimes without that dining plan. And you're it's, like, it, do I order the steak and spend the extra right. money? Or do I get the chicken? Yeah. No, it's it's definitely one of those things, even when you're picking your restaurants. Yeah. Of, well, 
I've already picked one sit-down restaurant in the last couple of days where I'm probably going to drop a hundred bucks mm-hmm. or more. Do I really want to do it two days in a row? Yeah. It's if it's not all paid for. If it's already all paid for before you go down there, like you don't necessarily think about that as much. Yeah. Um, what you think about then more is how much time is this going to take? Yeah. But the dining packages, Disney was actually making money on those. Yes. Because people either weren't using all their credits or they were buying a package and they weren't using it to its full value, meaning like they weren't going and sitting down at yeah, a table unless, service. Unless you go do table service for pretty much every meal. When you're talking about those, uh, you know, the the dining plan, like, that has, what was it, the deluxe dining plan that had, yeah. you know, you just picked which wesh- restaurant you wanted to eat at. You didn't have to, like, it didn't have to be, you know, you only had a number of quick service or a number of table service. You could pick whichever ones you wanted. Unless you were eating table service the whole time, they were making money on those. Oh, absolutely. And then people, like, even with their snacks, using it for uh, getting a bottle of water or a Coke mm-hmm. instead of, like, going and getting a good snack. Right. So... They were they were making money on that, and that would be something that would be easier easy for them to bring back as the restaurants come back. It is the one perk that I think will come back. It, I think it'll come back this fall. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that would be a major advantage. If it doesn't come back this fall, I do think it'll come back in twenty two. Yeah, I don't think that there were enough disadvantages to it for Disney to just completely eliminate right. it. It may look different when it comes back. But I think that they're going to bring that back because they have not gotten rid of any of the um, signage yep. that has like the symbols for Disney Dining Plan yeah. on anything. So if they were truly going to eliminate that, right. that would already be gone. Yeah, because this kind of goes into a different one. Some of the rides, they've eliminated the signage for Fast Pass. Oh, right. So, and that's something that's still up in the air as well, whether or not that's going to come back and how that's going to come back. But yeah, like with the dining plan, you still see the symbols for snacks Mm -hmm. or you can use the dining plan for that. So I think it is going to come back. I think the problem is right now, there just isn't enough reservations open. I think once the capacity in the restaurants gets greater, Mm -hmm. then uh, we'll kind of see that come back. And they they are opening up more restaurants. You're hearing about more, it seems like, every week. like Space 220, which they've been o- waiting to open up right. since 19. They now are hiring wait staff. So it's it's close. Hopefully. It's close. It's coming. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's something that we've been really excited to see um, the next time yeah. that no, we get to go. The last two times we were hoping that it would be open. And mm-hmm. It's if you don't know what it is, it's a restaurant. You go in there. It looks like you're in outer space. It looks like you take this elevator 220 miles up above Florida mm-hmm. and kind of looking down, and then it looks like you're looking into outer space and down on Earth while you're eating. It's in Epcot. It's right over by Mission Space. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's tied in with all of that, and it's kind of a nice revamp for Mission Space, um, a nice addition. So right, that'll be it'll be really cool, and I think it will be a nice. Um, addition as well when you also add in the new resort outside galaxy's edge yeah i think having something else that also gives you kind of that space feel yeah without having to stay at that resort 
Right. We'll be and nice. Then you'll have Guardians that will be opening up fairly close yes. to there as well. So that's one. Okay. So speaking of parks, uh-huh. you and I differ on this on this one. Okay. Right. You mentioned it. The whole fast pass scenario. Okay. You you and I have different opinions on this, but I I want you to talk about what what okay. you want to see with that as a perk to staying on property. Okay. So what what first I want to see happen is we got several new rides, big rides that are opening. Whether it's Rise, which right now is next to impossible, it seems like to get. A pass. Yeah, you pretty much. I mean, it's gotten better as they have increased the number of people who are right. on each, you know, car, but it's still not great. It, it's still very difficult. Which and you can, in yeah, and you you don't have to be on property to get the to get the boarding pass. Right. So, so I would like to see it where if you're staying in a Disney resort, mm-hmm. you automatically get uh, a boarding pass for your group. To, to uh, rise once every week. If you're there for more than a week or, at or least five every days. Or four days. Yeah, like so, I mean, because you could hit one park every day, and so that gives you kind right. of that, that round robin of like, okay, well, we did four days worth on that fifth day. Yep. You could potentially get a new one. You and I are in agreement on that of like, it should be a perk to staying on property is that you are guaranteed that if you have a Hollywood Studios park reservation, you can get a boarding pass right. to rise. I don't see why that just one for your party. Right. Yeah. Not there are so many people who travel down there and that's the number one thing they want to do that they don't ever get to do. Yeah. Because they got one day. And at then you've Hollywood. got people who are annual pass holders who are there all the time on a regular basis who seem to get it every single time they go. Yeah. And it's just like Okay, this is where we differ on this one. I'm in agreement on that part of like I think if you're a park guest, you should get to have a you should get to have a a pass for at least rise and then we're assuming they're going to implement the same system for some of the other new big rides like Ratatouille yeah, and possibly Ratatouille though, I think is going to they don't necessarily have to do the same system cuz it's almost like a trackless omnimover like where they can get lots of people on and off that sucker. Right. So but we're not sure how that's going to go with new rides. We're not sure how that's going to go with new stuff. Um, I have the problem of I I don't like the boarding pass scenario. Right. Um, I don't I, – I am not a fan even of, like, fast pass or anything being completely eliminated. Right. There's talk of fast pass is just going to cost. Yeah, there's – there have been all kinds of rumors of, okay, it's just going to cost, kind of like it does over at Universal. There's talk of it being kind of a tiered system of, like, if you're staying at Deluxe, then you automatically get fast passes. If you're staying at a moderate, you get, like, three fast passes for the day. And then if you're staying at a value, it's, like, two. Um, there's all kinds of things going on uh, to where you could possibly buy more. It's I think the fast pass, as we know it, of old is going to be gone. Yeah. Um, Disney World was the only park that was still doing it like that. It cost out at Disneyland and all the other Disney resorts. So it's coming. Yeah. Which I don't hate that aspect. But again, there has to be a perk 
to staying on property right. because here's the thing. So many of the rooms, particularly when you are talking about moderate and value resorts, and I would even venture to say quite a few of the um, regular suites in right. deluxe mm-hmm. hotel, you know, because we have we have stayed in that, some of them. We have right. visited some of them, you mm-hmm. know. And obviously, we've you know watched all the vlogs and and seen the inside of the rooms on right. so many of the resorts. I'm sorry, but there are aspects of those rooms, even with the new update renovations, where I'm like, it's just a nice hotel room. Right. So, you know, when there's not those added benefits, right. it's kind of like. Yeah, if you're going to pay okay four hundred dollars a night or more to stay at Contemporary. Mm-hmm. Or Wilderness or any of those deluxe ones over there, which is probably going to be more than that. Like, you better give me yeah. something. Don't get me wrong. We all know the pools are nice. We we love staying on property on Disney. We've, you know, don't, don't been, misread this of like, oh, we're knocking it. Like, it's been, like, I don't know that I have stayed off property. I think the last time I stayed off property, I was too young to remember. Right. Like, I have almost always stayed on property in... I, I will continue to tell people to stay on property, mm-hmm. but it is getting harder to do now the more they make you pay for everything everything and in that the the stuff has gone away. Now we know that some of this was COVID related. There's just nothing that they could do about that aspect of transportation having to shift mm-hmm. and um you know, dining plan had to shift because of it and things like that. Like we, there is an understanding of with things shutting down, how that right shifted things. However. Yeah. I think Disney is using COVID as a good excuse to reset a bunch of this stuff mm-hmm. that they wanted to do, but they didn't know how to do it. Now, would you rather see some sort of like, fast pass come back or would you rather see extra magic hours come back okay so i think if the extra magic hours not the 30 minutes that they've announced that they're doing Mm -hmm. already like if it's a true extra magic hour like an hour or two hours at night Mm -hmm. or more like okay that that might be okay it might be able to justify not having the fast pass Mm -hmm. but if you're going to be able to have extra magic hours, <clears throat> then they're going to have to reset like boarding passes. Oh yeah. So that so that we can still go and ride that at night. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Or is that shut down during those? Or do right. you go to having it in the morning? Um, you know that was that's one of my favorite memories is. You guys coming back um, from an early AM at Hollywood Studios when Galaxy's Edge first opened. We were there about a month after um, Galaxy's Edge opened and a month and a half. And uh, they were doing 6 Mm a.m. opens for resort guests. So you had an extra magic magic hours from 6 a.m. to like 9 a.m. or something. It was kind of ridiculous, and which was great, and it was a fantastic perk right. to staying on property. Um, but you and Jackson went that morning, and you just like you just we like hit all the big ones. yeah, you yeah. hit all the big ones, and like over and over again, they were just you were just walking on, and it was it was so fun to see you guys, you know, come back and you had breakfast with us at the resort, mm-hmm. and 
um, getting to like just hear about you guys basically had the parks to yourselves for a little bit. Yeah, it was like you we, very few people. We rode like rock and roller coaster like three or four times like in a yeah. row. Just got off, walked on. Like, and we've had other times like that where we've used extra magic hours either at night or first yeah. thing in the morning where we've been able to ride that bigger ride we wanted to and not have to wait right nearly as long. Yeah, you know for doing that. Um, I I do not understand. Not having extra magic hours I don't as an availability, I, it doesn't make any sense to me. You, even with the park reservation system, yeah, I don't, I don't get it. Early on, it was uh, due to cast members, and they wanted to keep everybody safe. Well, now that mm-hmm. you've increased capacity, let's extend those extra magic hours. Bring that back. And I definitely want to see it at night, and I think if you do it at night, it's a good way to reintroduce fireworks. So I think that they could use that extra magic hour to go ahead and start shooting off some of those fireworks, doing some of those shows with a lower capacity. That would make sense. It would give you the opportunity to space people out better or set up, um, you know, particular areas where you can be. Right. It's right now that they're saying that's what it is. They don't want people all mobbed together. Right. I mean, I can't count the number of times we've watched, um, you know, fireworks at the castle and it's you're just shoulder, shoulder to, shoulder. to shoulder. Yeah. And uh, so this way, be able to kind of space out a little bit, whether it's at the castle or it's over at Epcot and they're still wanting to kind of show off Harmonious, the new fireworks show mm-hmm. that's coming and kind of work out some of the bugs, maybe, until yeah. they get full capacity in there to watch the shows. Now, I don't think they'd be able to do that real long because annual pass holders and everyone else would start getting really angry about not being able to come in to the shows. But I think early on... No, but if you're only doing it... You know, if you're not doing it every night, if it's, you know... Right. Um, like, when we went in the fall of 2019, so right after Galaxy's Edge opened, um, there was only because the... Uh, Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party was going on. Then, the uh, the fireworks at Magic Kingdom were not happening every night. There was only right. one night on our trip right. where those were going to happen that night. Right. So I think you kind of have that where this right. is this is the day, or you know, there's two days during the week where Magic Kingdom has it, and there's only two days during the week when you right. know Epcot has it, and and that's it, and not yeah, and it's. I don't know how they would do it because if it's only going on certain nights, then everybody from all the, from all the resorts are going to want to be there on that night so to watch the fireworks. So I don't know if it would be, okay, you had to have a reservation that morning for that park mm. or if it's you have to have a reservation for those extra magic hours at that park oh, that so night. Oh, so maybe there could be a reservation option for the extra magic hours right. as well. Or maybe, like maybe you have it event. going in two different parks on the same night. Well, that's what I mean. Like, yeah. you mean you're having it like it's only like these two nights when it's happening, right. you know, versus or only one night a week or whatever. Um, I think you're right. It's a it's a good way to bring it back, almost the same way they're bringing back, you know, like Boobash. Yeah, it's a ticketed event, and it's not going to be Mickey's not so scary, but it's going to have a lot of those pieces, right? Um, you know, and again with the like, what is the advantage to staying on property? without having to like i'm willing to pay for some extras with staying on property of like hey you're staying on property so you're the only ones who can get dining plan 
Right. You know, you pay for dining plan. It's not like you don't right. pay for that. Um, and if you don't, then that means you've gotten it during like a, you know, a it, promotion. It, even those promotions where you get free dining, well, then you had to play, pay the full value for the room. Right. So they're still getting it from you. Yeah. Either way. Um, I think for me, you know, I, 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 yeah, I want to see dining plan come back. I think it's going to come back. I want to see something happen fast pass wise, fast pass or boarding passes or something. The whole boarding pass system baffles my mind. I don't like it. I think it's, I don't think it's fair. Um, um, that's a big thing for me, but my biggest issue right now is the transportation thing of you never know right now how long it is going to take you. Like Disney currently says to have add in an hour and a half of travel time if you are using their transportation systems. That is a lot of time when you have littles. Right. That Mm. is hard God forbid you forgot something back in the room and you realize it when you got to the resort. Like, I... Or to the park, you mean? Yeah. Like... Yeah. I mean, that is that is a lot of time. And every single bus stop that we were at last time had the TV screen. Uh-huh. And was supposed to have all of the updated, like, next bus is in 10 minutes. Like, right. next bus is in 15 minutes. Like, bus is running every 30 minutes. Whatever rarely did we have updated times no um i do not understand why that piece is such an issue right it's like you have you have the technology to track who is at what like with the my disney experience app and your park reservation system you know who is staying at what resort and what reservations they have for that day so you're gonna know hey most of the people staying at Coronado today yep. have Animal Kingdom reservations, or we have, you know, a, you know, right. that's ten percent more than the other parks today. Most of those people are going to Animal Kingdom. Right. Great, those are the buses that we need to run more of today, and and have, right. and with them not loading just everybody packed in where if you're just milling around there, you can get on. Right, you pretty much have to form a queue. You have to form a line. They don't have anything set up for that for no. people to form queues. In most, some of them do just because of the older style of bus stop. Um, but any of the newer bus stops, they don't have a way to form a queue for that particular right. Um, for that particular park, and they don't have the times and the the updates. Yeah. And trying to call on that phone in the bus stops yeah. is a nightmare. No. It's it's not easy. You can't get somebody who could actually help you. You know, nine times out of ten, it's easier to ask another bus driver who comes from another park that's empty. And right. they usually can call in and find out better for you. Right. Like, what's going on. Um, but I should, like, if I'm paying the extra money to stay on property and I'm doing the things to give Disney my money instead of yeah. somebody else in Orlando... Why am I waiting an hour and a half for a bus or having to stand in line for an hour for the Skyliner? Right. Or... Yeah. I think an easy way to track the buses so you have an idea of what's going on is not only the times on that one TV. They can add another TV down there. I mean, what's the cost of another TV? I mean, they got warehouses full of them. Yeah. Um, put it in there in the building. You can have the resort map up and track the icons. Mm-hmm. 
like just on the resort property right right i don't need to yeah. track it in my disney experience like all over i don't need right. to know nope. as soon as it goes off property the icon disappears yeah and when they come on property the icon comes back up yeah so i, I know the technology is there for that kind absolutely. of stuff we we know that that exists for them and I, I'm very confused as to why those pieces haven't been implemented. Is it just a lack of people complaining about it? Yeah, um, is it just, you know, is it a lack of understanding that that is an issue? Yeah. Or is it just that, is it just the money issue right now post-COVID? Is it just like... It's, I think part of it is they were used to packing so many people on the buses. So okay. it wasn't such a big deal. Now it's... Okay, we can't pack as many people on there, and we don't have all of our bus drivers. Well, so here's the other question with that. So the whole Genie app thing is supposed yeah. to still be coming out, which I still don't fully understand or love. Like, yeah. it kind of scares me a little. It's like a travel agent on your phone. Yeah, and it, it just kind of scares me. I, I like having the control over my app. Like, I, I feel like I'm yeah. maybe going to lose some of that, but... You know, is that something of like, hey, we were trying to push off adding and implementing some of these new features and like these new options and like being able to see this stuff because this was supposed to be happening and now it's delayed again. Right. Um, and how does that affect, like, is any of that going to be included on that? You know, are you going to be able to understand that better and, and know what's happening? Right. Um, I... I still think there should be cast members at mm -hmm. main bus stops. Right. You're not going to be able to get a cast member at every single bus stop, but I need to be able to get to a cast member from that resort. Yeah. Um, from that bus stop easily and right. be able to be like, Hey, this is going on or this yeah. is not like, Hey, we've been sitting here for 45 minutes and there has not right. been a bus to animal kingdom. Like right. what is going and on? <clears throat> some of those resorts are really big. So, they can't have a cast member at each bus stop. Right. Then have a couple of them on golf carts that yeah. are just like going around. Yeah. Like, especially during the peak times, like in the morning. Mm -hmm. So, but one thing that will kind of help with that is Disney Guest Services has gotten more active on Twitter. Really? Yeah. So when people have problems, they can just tweet at them and saying, hey, these are our issues. Which is what a lot of like stadiums have gone to mm -hmm. and... Um, you know, events yeah. have gone to using that for security and stuff instead of instead of yeah. having to use a separate platform. Right. Um, it doesn't help the people who aren't on Twitter. You know, one of the things about all of this is like with all of the technology upgrades and all of the things that are changing and in, in that we, you know, one of the things we loved about going to Disney was that we felt very taken care of. Yep. Right. We felt like we didn't have to do all the work. I right. feel like that is shifting where we have to do all the work. Some of that was COVID related. Can't do anything right. about that piece. But like, I feel like that shift is still happening and it alienates right. a whole generation of people. Right. You know, you, it, our, our grandparents age, our, our parents age that are like, I don't like, right. We can spend all day on the My Disney experience app. Yeah. And utilize all of the features and all of the aspects. Yep. I, I used it today. We have a friend who's going down um, this next week, and we were talking about um, height requirement for rides mm -hmm. and, like, what rides her daughter was going to be able to do. And I was like, oh, let me look. Yeah. Pulled up my Disney experience, looked at that specific ride. 
to make sure that she was going to be able to write it. Um, and you know, it's, we can do that and we're totally fine with it. And a lot of people, majority of the people attending the parks are going to be, but based on the number of questions that we see on Facebook groups and on Twitter feeds and stuff of, there's still a whole lot of questions. There's a lot of questions. There's a lot of people who don't know how to access that information from Disney themselves. And it's disappointing to me to think that I'm feeling like you're no longer getting the care and the service right. that we used to. It's It's gone to almost the, okay, we felt taken care of and it was a great service. And now it's really starting to, you're really starting to kind of see the business part mm-hmm. shine through. The money grab kind of shining through Which at points. has happened before in Disney yeah. and did not end well for no. them like and and so there was a shift back to right um that personal you know service yep. of like that customer service aspect of like yeah helping people have that magical time one thing that is i do want to see come back and i, I really want i don't know if it's a resort perk per se uh-huh. um but maybe it kind of should be We've talked. We talk about this a lot because it is my favorite thing. Is those magic moments? Oh yeah. You know, we're starting to see those come yep. back a lot more. We're starting to see cast members really attempt right. to make those happen in the best ways that they can. Um, I saw one today on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. You saw another one. I did. Guy was proposing. Nice. Yeah. Uh, right in front of the castle, the cavalcade was coming by. Uh, guy going around with the camera, yeah. like taking all the pictures, proposing. Mickey's cavalcade's coming by, and all the characters on there start like raising their hands Yay. and clapping, and we're like all into it. So yeah, another magic like, moment. I love those. Those are my absolute favorite things of like the interactions. Yeah. And um, you know, it, that's another thing I hadn't even thought about that. Right now, even with COVID and everything, is being a resort guest. Could you do some character interactions, some private character interactions? Yeah. That, yeah, maybe you can't hug them or maybe you can if you're vaccinated or, right. you know, like, right. I don't, I don't know how they yeah. would work that out, but maybe that would be a, like another option yeah. of like the only way that you can pay for this or the only way you can have this is to be a resort, resort. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's, that's a good question. I haven't even thought of that one. I hadn't either. Hmm. Um, but that, those are my favorite things. You know, right. we we saw another um, vlogger that got to walk around, um, Kyle, that got to walk around the lobby yeah. in Tower of Terror. Right. And and kind of, yeah. you know, I'm like... And it was magic for him. Yeah. Somebody, oh, yeah. somebody who goes daily. Yeah. And it was still magic for lucky, him. And lucky for all of us that he shared it with the world. But, you know, it's right. one of the reasons why we, we talk about the experiences that we've gotten to have is because... We want to we want to share that with yep. everybody and and know that it is possible. Yeah. So, if you all like to share, share your ideas of what perks you'd like to see come back. You can hit us up at Twitter and Instagram at Salute to the Years. Uh, you can listen to this podcast pretty much anywhere uh, you you can download a podcast we're at now. So with that, go out and find your joy. Have a magical week. Thank you.